What's going on, everybody? This is Mario Zapata coming to you with another episode of the MMA Fresh Take podcast. Just wanted to get one in pretty quickly today. I wasn't planning on getting an episode out there for, you know, maybe the next day or two or even at all for the rest of this week until the fights were over for UFC 223 Saturday night. But definitely had to come on here and talk about the breaking news that has happened with uh, in regards to Conor McGregor and his team. It appears as though that they have committed a crime. <laughs> it appears at the Barclays Center. It is absolutely ridiculous. One of the craziest days in mixed martial arts history, especially when considering that this involves the biggest star in the history of mixed martial arts. I wanted to come on here, break it down with y'all, try to figure out what exactly is going on, why this may have happened, and what this could mean for the future of not only Conor McGregor, but the UFC, UFC 223 as a card, with fighters being affected such as Habib Nurmagomedov, Roslama Yunus, Michael Chiesa, and Artem Lobov, right? So let's get right into this. So it appears as though, having read all the articles or in the tweets and seen multiple videos of Conor and his team, throwing like barricades or barriers and then also like uh, also uh, tin trash cans as well towards a van making a big ruckus really banging on some vans in which some of the fighters were actually in and then they they then fled the scene so I learned about a lot of this news from just now watching the MMA beat with Ariel Hawani, Jeff Wagenheim and some of those other guys that are regularly on that show but, I mean, a lot of news has come out since then. So apparently Conor McGregor allegedly got into the Barclays Arena during media day today due to the fact that the Mac Life was actually there with some credentials and they probably let him in. That is the, the, the media company that Conor owns. So there's how allegedly he actually got into the arena. Then they proceeded to uh, target Habib Nurmagomedov and his team it appears that this may be in some connection with the altercation that happened earlier in the week with Artem Lobov and Habib Nurmagomedov, in which Habib's team was surrounding Artem Lobov in the hotel. And appear, allegedly, this did not make Conor McGregor's team too happy. So it seems like this is some sort of retaliation, but far, far too far, in my opinion. I mean, you've watched the video from a few days ago of Artem Lobov and Habib Nurmagomedov, it's just them talking, and I would say this, I mean, it's not a good look, it, it's kind of a little bit negative that Habib and his team were really coming at Artem for that reason, but we don't even know what's, how that started at all. We don't know if Artem was not minding his own business, and Habib was, and they were just walking past each other, Artem said something, I don't know if Habib started it, either way, it doesn't really matter. At this point in time, Conor McGregor apparently, according to Dana White, has a warrant out for his arrest. I would assume the rest of the team does as well. This is a guy who saw that video on, you know, Monday, Tuesday, whenever it was, right, allegedly, his team got upset about it and decided we're going to retaliate. What in your mind makes you think that you should start throwing trash cans, barricades, towards a van and start damaging property, damaging cars, um, putting people in danger, literally putting people in danger. It's to the point at this point in which Connor 
has a, a warrant out for his arrest, according to Dana White. Michael Chiesa has a cut on his face, is in the hospital. Not, not that he's got life of death situations, but he's at the hospital. They're trying to figure out whether or not he can actually fight on Saturday night with this cut against Anthony Pettis. So you affected Anthony Pettis and Michael Chiesa, perhaps. You affected, you may have taken money off of their table, depending on whether or not they actually fight and whether or not the UFC decides to pay them for uh, not fighting if that doesn't happen. You also put Michael Chiesa in a position in which he already has to deal with a cut going into the fight, which is definitely a factor when it comes to mixed martial arts or boxing. Okay? And not only that, you have Habib Nurmagomedov. What, what's his mindset as of right now? I don't think he's shaken up like some of the other fighters are, but he's got to be extremely pissed off right now. I don't know what this does to his schedule. It appeared that I heard that from Ariel that the fighters were not allowed to go to their hotel for a little while because they were being questioned by the police. They now are, but that disrupts the whole fight week. It is so important for you to be on focus, on point, and not have any distractions in the fight week. And you just disrupted that with almost the whole card, if not the whole card. This is ridiculous. And then I'm hearing that apparently Rose Nami Yunus may not even fight because she was so shaken up from this altercation that they're not even 100% sure if she'll still fight. So, and because of this, also, Artem Lobov was seen on the video as well. His fight has been pulled. You potentially have Michael Chiesa and Anthony Pettis being pulled from this card because of the cut to Chiesa. And then you potentially have Yolani on Jacek versus uh, Rose Namajunas not happening because of, of the way that Rose was shaken up by this whole thing. We know that Rose is a very unique individual. You may say, well, how could she be shaken up? You know, she is a bit different. That I think she is a bit fragile with, uh, you know, with her mental uh, state sometimes, but not in like not that she has mental issues. But you know, we all are different. We all process things in different ways, and this really can affect someone in different ways than you really think it through, right? I mean, so if you're affecting the champion that much to where she's not even going to fight. That is going to be a huge loss on UFC 223. And quite frankly, I can't blame anyone for that except for Conor McGregor and his team. This is all his fault. This is all on him. I've long been a Conor McGregor supporter. I've long been a fan. I try to come on here and give you the honest truth about what I think would happen in the fights. I try not to be as biased as possible when breaking down the fights. So I actually have a high belief in Connor's abilities, you know, even against a Habib Nurmagomedov. But this is just, this is just unbelievably stupid. I think that we really have to question his decision making in this instance and figure out what is going on with Connor McGregor. I understand that he was not happy with the fact that Artem Lobov was surrounded by Habib's team earlier in the week. But you cannot go out there and retaliate in a criminal manner. It just cannot happen. I don't know what he was thinking, what his team was thinking, but at the end of the day, you could start to say, wow, Dana White has to rein this guy in. Uh, John Kavanaugh, where's John Kavanaugh? Where's Gunnar Nelson? Where is his team? Where is his, his girlfriend? Where is you know, his family? 
what is happening to this guy? There's no one else to blame in this situation other than Conor McGregor. He has all the power. His team listens to him religiously, it appears, at this point. And he really should not be uh, doing things like this. I understand if you go up there and you create a little bit of an altercation where your team's yelling at his team and you're going, hey, you, you know, you surrounded our guy, we, we got you back, like, let, let's go. And, you know, a fight doesn't happen. We've seen that a million times in the, in the fight game, right? Nothing actually happens, no blows, nothing comes to blows or anything like that. You're not affecting anyone. Um, you're not affecting anyone else that's on the fight card or anything like that. It's just you and the other guy. And, you know, ultimately it really has nothing, nothing, no bad negative reactions to the card at all or the other fighter at all either. I understand that, but this guy is just a lunatic. He decides to, you know, you know, start picking up trash cans, throwing them, and you potentially have affected three fights on this card. And, and even at that, how do you go into that situation thinking, well, this isn't a criminal offense. I am a foreigner coming to the United States, and um, and I'm going to commit a crime where in a in a country where I don't even have citizenship. Citizenship. Uh, so what does that do for his future? So definitely, this is what's going to happen. Conor McGregor is no longer the 155 pound champion. I have to believe that that's true. I think that they were going to wait, the UFC was going to wait, if you have watched my predictions uh, video or listened to the podcast, I think they were going to wait until after a fight to strip Conor McGregor of the title. I believe you will see a statement from Dana White coming soon, whether it be today or tomorrow, saying Conor McGregor is no longer the 155-pound lightweight champion of the UFC. He has been stripped, and he has been suspended for some amount of time, whether that's indefinitely until they try to figure it out. But again, there's a lot of issues that come with this type of action. Connor is probably going to get arrested at some point today, and so is his team. He's probably going to get suspended by, if it's not the UFC, by at least the Nevada Athle the New York Athletic Commission. He could be uh, ordered to go back to to Ireland and potentially have visa issues here in the future. It's a potential thing. I don't think it'll happen. He's going to get stripped of his title, and he just made a huge mockery of himself and his team. It, it's been quite curious to see him since his last fight in the UFC. He had the incident where he rushed a Bellator cage. It's a little bit strange, but you kind of go, okay, well, you know, whatever. But um, then you start to hear these rumors about him being involved in gang activity or, or, or something over in Ireland or or the mafia, the Irish mafia is after him, and you kind of go, okay, well, that that's a little strange, but uh, uh, we don't really see any evidence of this. You see stone cold evidence of him acting this way, acting out, uh, pretending like he's above the law for some reason, and, and just r potentially ruining uh, fights on this card. He already ruined one with the Artem Lobov versus Alex Caceres fight which I don't think many people are upset about other than pro probably Caceres and Lobov. But nonetheless, I mean, this is a guy who is, is way too into himself right now. Again, I, I was always a big fan of Conor McGregor. I always thought that his antics 
were never came up too too like they were too much too uh, too much to handle or going in a criminal direction. But at this point in time, I mean, you've really got to start to wonder what has the money done to this guy? The fact that he got over a hundred million dollars in his payday against Floyd Mayweather. What what is this guy doing with his free time? I mean. I know that he has a kid, and he's talked about wanting to spend time with his family and whatnot. But I even heard Chuck Mendenhall ask the question. It has to be asked. What is this guy on on drugs? Is this guy, you know, drunk or what, what is going on with this guy? I mean, is is he actually in his right mind at this point, or was this just the stupidest decision of his life? You know, you have to go back and look at Conor McGregor's career in this light. Many people, while they didn't necessarily like him or agree with him from a st fighter standpoint, you always hear, you know, respect to Connor. You know, he's getting his money. He's doing it authentically. You know, he talks trash, but he backs it up and he does it his way. And, and you know, he's pretty respectful after the fight. You would hear a lot of that stuff and sentiment from the fighters itself, right? But now you start to wonder, okay, is he going into that John Jones territory where now he has so much money, so much power, so much, uh, you know, so much wealth that he's starting to lose focus on what really matters to him? Is he think that he's above the law and that he's invincible? Because he's not. He's not. I mean, this the police going after him is going to be a very real thing. The courts that are going to go after him is going to be a very real thing. Kiesa, Michael Kiesa, possibly will sue Conor McGregor and his team for this. I would almost guarantee it at this point. If I were him, I would sue him at this point, whether or not I fight on uh, Saturday night or not. You know, what is... All the issues that come with this type of action, they just don't make sense for a person that is actually thinking with a sensible mindset, very calm, and going, you know, what should we do? And especially in the fight game, there is a lot of chaos a lot of times, but you don't ever see it really get to this level where one fighter is trying to criminally hurt another fighter, where they're literally, you know, throwing ob weapons, objects towards the other fighters. It's just ridiculous. So, and you know, pretty, it's pretty upsetting as a mixed martial arts fan. So you could go, well, you know, Mario, why are you so upset? at Connor, is, is he like your hero? No, it's it's not that, right? It's not because I, I've supported him for a long time. It's because mixed martial arts is a wonderful, wonderful sport. It's had to fight a stigma for a very long time. And when you have a joker like Connor McGregor just absolutely tarnish that um, reputation of the UFC, it's disgusting, man. I mean, he represents everybody in the UFC, whether he likes it or not. Charles Barkley on TNT always says, I'm not a role model. I didn't choose to be a role model or whatever. I always disagreed with that. Whether or not you chose to be a role model or or you didn't, that's, that's hey, sorry, bud. As soon as you made the NBA and as soon as you're a star player, doesn't mean you have to act as a role model, but people are going to look to you as that. Same thing here, bud. Connor is looked upon as the biggest star in mixed martial arts history, which he is. But there's responsibility that comes with that. There's responsibility that comes with uh, portraying yourself as, you don't have to be the perfect guy. I mean, he had that one night out with Rita Ora where 
you know, is he cheating on his his girl or his baby mama or not, right? You know, you're not going to be perfect. I don't know if he is or if he wasn't. That's not my business. But when you start shedding light on mixed martial arts the way that you did today, where you put, portray it as, man, these are just a bunch of criminals from running the asylum, that's when it becomes a huge issue. Uh, the UFC has to come down very hard on Conor McGregor this time around. I don't think that it's just going to be enough to say, hey, Conor, don't do that again. Clearly, he uh, believes that he's a little bit above the UFC and everyone else. He came out with a statement this morning saying, uh, you will not strip me. You you use do nothing. You won't strip me. You, and then he says the C word, of course, a very uh, vulgar C word that I, I really don't want to say it on here myself because I've, I've set this podcast to be something that's not very vulgar itself or anything like that or explicit. So I don't want to see the word, say the word, but you can figure out what I'm talking about or you can go to his Twitter. You have to wonder, did he get a little bit childish about that and say, oh, I'm not going to be the champion anymore? Well, guess what? I'm going to be the star, though. I'm going to take all the star power that is in this card and, and take it and absorb it all for myself. You know, this is crazy. You know, he should have just shut his mouth. If he wants to do the Twitter, you know, the tweet, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. He wants to show up and have a little bit of a, you know, uh, an altercation where he's just shouting back and forth. Nothing wrong with that. You know, defend your guy. It's all good. I understand. If you want to show up to the fights and then sit cage side and garner that star uh, power, which they would have given to you, who knows if you're even going to be at the fights now. You probably won't. You may be in jail. You may be in Ireland. You're definitely not going to be at the fights, I don't think. I don't think the UFC is going to allow him to be there at this point to potentially have another chaotic scene inside the octagon. I don't think that that's what they want. So, end of the day, pretty bad day for the UFC, Conor McGregor as a whole. I think that this is a really bad moment for mixed martial arts. I think it's worse than when, you know, when the DC John Jones fight broke out at the uh, press conference. People said, well, is this bad for mixed martial arts? And it was kind of like, yeah, a little bit, but... You know, not not entirely. It, it it's going to be okay. There's a lot of people. This is a fight game. We understand that these things happen. These guys get into altercations like that all the time. Uh, you know, you've seen it in boxing for decades, right? But how often in boxing or in any other sport have you ever seen a guy go to this length to get revenge on a guy for just surrounding his team? Artem Lobov was not hurt. He was not beat up. He was not anything in this fight like that. He was just simply surrounded by Habib Nurmagomedov's team. I don't know what type of insults were going back and forth or uh, threats were going back and forth, but you would have to come, Connor's going to have to come out with an extremely solid explanation as to why he put other people at risk with their safety as well as with their fighting uh, fight weeks this this week, as such as a Rose Namajunas, a Michael Chiesa, and his own teammate, Artem Lobov. Artem Lobov, no longer getting paid. Guess what? Artem Lobov, in my belief, he's cut from the UFC. I just wholeheartedly believe that. Why would you keep a 13 and 14 fighter around, or 14 and 13 fighter, whatever his record is? Not a great fighter. The only reason he's in the UFC is because of Conor McGregor. The only reason he was on this card was to entice Conor McGregor to come out, in my belief. 
So why keep him around if he's just going to add to the criminal activity that, you know, Conor McGregor wants to dish out to people when he gets a little bit upset about the fact that he's, A, going to be stripped of his title? Maybe that's not the real reason, but even if the real reason is I was upset my boy was surrounded by, you know, this other guy's team and these threats were being made, that's not good enough, Conor. It's just not. So uh, very unfortunate news today. Hopefully we'll find out that Michael Chiesa's coat isn't significant enough for him to be pulled out of the fight. Um, but we have, we don't have a 100% guarantee at this point whether or not that will happen. Uh, we also hoping at this point in time that Rose Namajunas will not pull out of her fight due to the circumstances, due to the fact that she was quite a bit shaken up. Uh, when this whole thing went down, because that would be a real travesty for this fight as well. Um, but going forward, we'll have to see what happens. I do anticipate, just so that, just in my closing remarks, I do anticipate Conor McGregor will get arrested. I would even, I would even suggest that he may even end up being forced to go back to Ireland for the rest of the week, and 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 then from there, he's going to have to face some court proceedings in New York. I would believe, because. Um, he, pro he produced damage in this uh, this type of retaliation attack against Habib Nurmagomedov's team, and um, he's not going to be the center of attention at UFC 223. They're not going to be able to pan over the shots to him at UFC 223. I think that this is pretty bad for, for his uh, legacy. I think that it's bad for his fans. He was starting to lose some fans just over the fact, due to the fact that he was still holding on to the title, hadn't defended it, in quite some time, or hasn't defended it at all, and hasn't fought in almost 500 days for the UFC in a UFC fight, right? So, with all that being said, this guy really has to go back, reconsider what his priorities are, and does he want to act like a gangster? Because that's what it per he portrayed today. He portrayed that he wanted to act less as a professional athlete as he has in the past. He has always acted as a professional in, in uh, for the most part, right? I mean, he's had incidents, but <clears throat> nothing ever like this. Nothing to the point where you actually questioned if he was actually, like, at a professional athlete's level. You questioned him being like, okay, this was a little stupid, you know. He got a can thrown at him, so he threw it back. That was a little childish, but we can forgive that. We can forget and forgive that. You know, slapping a guy's hand at, on their stare-off, we can forgive that. That's part of the fight game right there. This just looks super unprofessional. Uh, I think he's going to lose quite a, quite a bit of fandom, and this is going to be the first time in Connor's career where he's really going to have to fight against a lot of negative connotations that are being thrown towards him due to his fighting career, but also to his personal actions outside of the cage as well. And he's going to have to answer to that. And we're going to really find out who the true Conor McGregor is. If he comes out the other side of, the, uh, of this and says, you know what, like I totally screwed up, I'm never going to do it again, I don't want to go down that path, I want to be someone that, um, you know, at least doesn't get myself into trouble. He doesn't, he, you know, not everyone's going to act like the role model that people want them to act like. But if he just goes, you know, I understand, I screwed up, um, and he doesn't have another action like this ever again in his career, he goes on to win some fights, I believe he'll gain a lot of fanfare, and this will be just a very interesting chapter in which we go, okay, what really happened at that point in your life? But this could also go a very ugly direction in which, 
you know, he starts to, to, to lose it a little bit with all the money that he's made, with the, all the partying that he potentially could do, with all the access to substances that could be harmful to him with his mental psyche and his physical body as well. I mean, there's no telling which direction he's going to go at this point. Uh, we're at a very interesting crossroads in Conor McGregor's career and personal life at this point in time. It'll be very interesting to see how this thing plays out. Um, but like I said, hopefully Rose is still able to fight up to her ability. That way there's really no excuses for how that fight goes down. Uh, hopefully Michael Chiesa is able to remain on the card. It'd be a real shame for him, Anthony, not to have that opportunity to put on that fight and, and, and get paid, of course, things of that nature. And then we'll see what happens with Connor until then. Um, so just let me know what y'all think. Uh, down in the comments sections, y'all can definitely share with me y'all's thoughts about the whole situation. I mean, what do you think? Do you think I'm overreacting about the severity of this? Do you think that uh, more should be made out of this? Or are you re really on point with what I'm saying? I'd like to hear what y'all believe. There, There is some notion that people are saying, oh, Connor's a genius, you know, he's creating more buzz for this car and more money. I, I would say this. This flight card is going to have more pay-per-view buys. Assuming that the, the Chiesa-Pettis fight stays on the card or the Joanna-Rose fight stay on the card, assuming that happens, no other fights fall off, I think this card is going to do a lot better than it would have done, um, you know, say last week if you asked me that question. But I think there is a point where the UFC goes, look, we would have been just fine with the amount we had you know, going into this card yesterday. But we do not want to have short-term success in the sense of Conor McGregor makes the sport look bad. It is going to raise the pay-per-view buys probably for Saturday night, but how is it going to affect the long-term outlook of mixed martial arts and the way people look at Conor McGregor and UFC athletes in the future and mixed martial art athletes and go, oh, there's the best example of a mixed martial artist right there. They're just hooligans, and, and they really haven't evolved since those uh, early days where there was a bunch of shenanigans going on. So um, we'll see what happens. Let me know what your thoughts are, at Sabata MMA on Twitter. Again, that's at Sabata MMA on Twitter. And uh, if any other breaking news comes out, be sure to look out for another emergency podcast, as this was one of them and we'll definitely discuss it as well. Until then, if nothing else comes out, hopefully everything stays intact for the rest of the card at least. We know the Artem Labov fight is off the card, but let's just enjoy UFC 223. Let's see what happens there. Let's see if Max Holloway is able to become the champ, champ like I actually predicted. You can go back to the prior episode and, and listen to the predictions uh, podcast for the main card. I touch on the uh, prelims just a little bit as well. Um, you can let me know your thoughts on that as well. But until then, let's enjoy UFC 223. Hopefully everything stays intact. Have a good weekend, guys. Bye.